Hey you heroes! Welcome to Marvel Champions Monthly, a fan cast about the card game Marvel Champions by Fantasy Flight Games. Thanks for joining us as we complete heroic deeds and thaw the villain's evil schemes. Hey everyone, welcome to Marvel Champions Monthly. We are a fan podcast about Marvel Champions, a living card game by Fantasy Flight Games. I'm Americano, and I have two other hosts with me tonight. I have Crimson. How's it going? Hey, what's up, guys? And I have Adderkop. How are you doing? Uh, Dan's not here, so I'm actually Dan. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. You're a scroll. Yeah. I'm. Well, I'm not supposed to. Damn it. I'm not supposed to tell people that. <laughs> so, all right. All right. I'm just saying. <laughs> so tonight... Um, because Kennedy Hawk's not here, we'll get into Mojo Mania next, uh, the next episode when he's back. Um, but we wanted to talk a little bit, have a little bit of fun, not talking about new content, but talking about having sort of a look back at where the game's at so far in the as like in the perspective or from the perspective of the teams that we have. So we have five main teams. Um, in Marvel Champions, we have the Avengers, Champions, Guardians, Web Warriors, and X-Men. And uh, we're going to be using terms like teams and tribes and stuff. And for those that don't know, I'll have Crimson, we'll have Crimson right now kind of talk about it from a Magic the Gathering background and perspective, what that means, and in how that ties into the context of Marvel Champions. Yeah, surprise suckers, we're talking about Magic tonight. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Buckle> up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there's, there's definitely a couple terms that are going to be used quite a bit. Um, big one is the term tribe. Tribe refers generally to a creature type. So in Magic, the original tribes would be like merfolk, elf, um, zombie, soldier, those kind of things. Um, later, they became much more massive. Um, but for the purposes of this, think of it as a group of like beings. Um, another word that you may hear, at least out of, out of me, is going to be archetype or sub-archetype. Those are going to be what you would consider like control, uh, combo, aggro, uh, um, which we generally associate to the aspects and not the actual teams. So. A lot, a lot of this might be associating archetype to the aspects versus tribe to the teams. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Okay. So, so when we're talking about um, teams or, or, or even tribes, I guess, how does that relate to Marvel Champions? Like, where are we even looking at the cards on, for these things? So yeah, tribes and Marvel champions are going to be like your guardians, your uh, champion, your uh, X Men, Avenger. Yeah, I mean, could be definitely if if yes. we get more gamma. We, so, you know, so specifically, we're looking at the traits on on the hero cards, right? Generally, and and other cards. So like with guardians, you have you know a lot of them have a abilities that say that you can only play allies of those of those tribes um where you may have x-men cards where some of the locations will have the tribe um 
you know, we'll say like right. X-Men, X-Force. Um, with Avengers, it's a lot more larger because there's so much more of it. Um, but yeah, like like if they were to redo Avengers Mansion today, it would be a tribal card. It would say Avenger identity only. Right. Okay. So so Adderkop with with these five main teams, is there any sort of cohesion that you've seen? Um, let's say so. So f- let's go through each one, I guess, um, and we'll we'll have you lead the discussion, and then we'll, Crimson and I will kind of um, chime in with our from the peanut gallery. But so, like the Avengers first. Do you see any overarching themes, or like uh, I guess things that that Avengers want to do or excel at, or things like that? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, not um, not particularly, and I think that's that's a cause because the first some of the first cards we got were Avengers, right? Some of the uh, the uh, most impactful cards that we got early were Avengers theme, but not necessarily Avengers restrictive. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain cards that we got a little bit later. Um, Earth's Mightiest Heroes is a, a pretty good example, I would say, because the Avengers work in a way where they um, they'll dispatch you know, uh, the people that are fit for the job, you know, like they need to get an infiltrate. So they're going to send, um, wasp black widow and maybe like Hawkeye. Um, oh. so it, it makes sense that you, you bench your guys like Hulk and you send in your guys like, um, wasp. So does that, does that like jive with the comics and in, in like the scope or the reach of the Avengers, how it's like more of like a, like a worldwide. Team? Oh, I'd say absolutely. Okay. In in so, the I mean, case that, of Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Okay. I mean, that's I, that's the that's like the vibe I get from the Avengers. I, obviously, we're we're a few years into the game. We have like twenty Avengers heroes, and like mm-hmm. the support in the card pool that somehow interacts with, or or at least just has, like maybe even just the Avenger trait on it. It's so large. Um. It's, yeah, I mean, it's and the it's biggest of any of the teams. Good. Yeah. I mean, it is right. It, I, spoiler. I don't know that it's my favorite um, of the teams. We'll talk about that at the end. Um, maybe it's the most powerful. Maybe not. Um, but but yes, I think that just the the sheer volume of of cards that I would consider being in the Avengers team, like whether it's the heroes or support, it's just so much. There's so much. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree with you. Um, I think that. In general, the only thing that I'm seeing from the cards that carry into the actual theme of the adventures is what I mentioned, like kind of catering the team to the job and being able to to rearrange your guys. Um, and also, uh, you know, they were the we we had Avengers Tower first, so they were kind of the first ex- example of a, a team build that could uh, go beyond the limitations of the game, and that also fits with the theme in that you know there's infinity in Ven- Avengers. Okay, what about? Let's go to let's go to champions. Do you see? So, I I, I say champions next because we had Miss Marvel really early on in the game. Um, yeah. Obviously, I think that we had a lot more of a Guardians team before we had it like enough to call a quote unquote team the champions team, right? Yeah. Um, but in this at this stage of the game with Ironheart, you know, Miss Marvel, Nova, and and Miles, right? Miles is a champion. Um, what would you what, what do you guys think about the champions team as far as the comics are concerned, theme and and the support that we get through 
basic cards and non-hero cards? Uh, I think that generally, I mean, I've read very little champions, um, but they are like an underdog team, and in sort of like a in sort of like a meta way, I would say that their cards definitely fit them thematically because they have access to, to two extremely strong cards that are champions exclusive with uh, Mobile Bunker and Go for Champions. Oh yes, both of those cards are awesome. Yeah, so in that way, um, you may underestimate characters that you've like never heard of or don't have have like the face power that Avengers characters or Spider characters have, and then they surprise you with this card that just says, uh, "By the way, guys, this turn we're not losing." So <laughs> let me ask you guys about that, and I want to get your thoughts, Crimson. Do you feel like those two those two cards specifically, Mo- Champions Mobile Bunker and Go for Champions, are like necessary for you to play if you're playing a Champions hero? Yes. Right, you yeah. got a cop. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like at this point, now that the, now that the card exists, I'm going to dedicate the the uh, at least the single deck space to a copy of each. So, so I'll I'll just read it really quick. So, Champions Mobile Bunker is a basic support. It costs two hero action. Exhaust Champions Mobile Bunker. Uh, choose an identity with the champion trait. The player who controls that identity may draw two cards, then discard two cards in their hand. So it's deck cycling, right? Yep. Um, which, in a card game, I mean, it's second to card draw, right? Like, I'd even go farther and say that that's the reason to play champions. <laughs> is, to, is to get the champions mobile bunker out? Yep, to get, get both of those cards, yeah, because they're, they're, deck cycling is so good in this game. Yeah. And there's there's very little reason to be afraid to go through your deck. To yeah, cycle and, it, champ- right? and Champions has good characters like Ironheart. And then, it, yeah, and then Go for Champions is a basic event that costs three. It does have a max one per deck restriction, but and you can only play it if you have the champion trait. But hero action, each champion character in play cannot take damage until the end of the round. So that's when you, if you play that during, you're playing it during the hero phase. Any damage through through the end of the villain phase, no no champion character can take damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which that's what you were you were talking about, right? Right. You like, pay three, and you just say we're not losing this turn. So so let me ask you this: both of your answers were unequivocally yes. Put these cards in your in your champions deck, right? I think right. we only have we only have unequivocally uh, make a deck. So that way you can play these cards. <laughs> so, yeah, that is slightly different. That's significant. So, okay, that's that's fair. So, um, do you feel like that takes away from the heroes then? The, no, the four I, champions heroes we have? Because it's like, well, I'm building... Maybe you're... Well, maybe you are, Crimson. Building around go for champions or building around right cycling. But you're, you're building around that card as opposed to building around the hero. No, I, I actually prefer to have um so another terminology um is like packet or uh you know playset um you know they're they're cards that you instantly put into the deck and then then you worry about the rest afterwards like they're they're your your base They're, they're almost like your kit but they're not 
hero of Pacific. So, so like for example, at the beginning, early, early, like the, when the game first started, a basic package or packet would be like Nick Fury, Mockingbird, and Strength, Energy, and Genius. Right? You're gonna throw yep. those five cards, essentially, yep. into yep, every exactly. single deck, and then you have twenty cards already in your deck. Now go fill it with twenty other cards. Yeah. So if if I'm grabbing a champion's character, I'd like to have a staples a a, a packet that I know I'm going to play with, with that character. Americano, you're learning and I'm so proud of you right now. (laughs) Hey, hey, you know, I I was, I'm going to tell you, I love the champions. I love champions. Um, And these two cards are like, go for champions is, uh, I mean, as a protection player, this might be one of my, (laughs) one of my favorite cards in the game. Like it might be my favorite (laughs) card in the game. Like, like realistically it could be, it's up there. For my favorite card in the game. Yeah, it also helps that champions have a couple A class heroes. Uh yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay, you can say it. Miss Marvel's up there. No. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no. She wasn't even doing anything I was considering. I was, you I was want, considering. You no want to lose our subscriber know. numbers. <laughs> no, no, they're subscribed to see how bad I shit on uh Miss Marvel. <laughs> I've added that. All right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you you so, knew there was going to be editing once you brought up Miss Marvel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. I mean. So. Uh, okay. So yeah. Um, the Guardians. Let's talk about the Guardians because they're the they're the next. So far, they're the second biggest team that we have. And the worst. In the game. Um, Spoilers. Obviously, <laughs> X Men. X Men is going to like surpass. Guardians really soon, and I'm sure X Men will surpass Avengers. Like by the time this game is done, in every way. Uh, I mean, I'm just talking sheer numbers, but sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> so so let's talk Guardians. Uh, Adderkop, have you read a lot of Guardians comics? Read a lot of Guardians comics. There's and there's a lot of. I, I'm surprised. There's a lot. There's been a lot of different Guardians teams and like different members. I mean, that's pretty common. Yeah across Marvel in general, right? Um, um, yeah, I just wanted to add a fun fact about me for the listeners. Um, back when I used to sell comics and, and work for a company and stuff, I actually brokered a, a deal selling 16 pages of the original uh, Guardians of the Galaxy comic. So some of the original Jim Valentino pages. And um, it was between negotiations with an art museum in New York and a big West Coast dealer. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. What were the original? Who were the original Guardians? Oh, uh, we well, we have I believe most of them. It's uh, it's going to be like Martin X and Charlie Thirteen. Um, but which, I'm sorry, Charlie Twenty Seven. Charlie Twenty Seven. Um, Vance Astro or Major Victory. Their names change. Um, yeah. And you know, I'm blanking on the rest of them right now. I but, just uh, I did not plan to ask that question, but that's. That's what well, here we are. <laughs> I grew so, up in Poland, so I went to Dark Horse a lot. So, <laughs> so with <laughs> with the Guardians team, uh, my my view of the Guardians team um, is, I think this probably more than even more than the Avengers is it doesn't really have a, like an identity that it wants. Yes, that is to like it, it's. 
if there was an identity chosen for the Guardians or like a theme or what it wanted, what the designers wanted Guardians to be, I don't mm-hmm. see that in the game. Um, oh well, which... that's, that's because you haven't read Guardians comics. <laughs> I mean, I've read some Guardians comics, not a lot. Um, sure. I read when Tony Stark joined the Guardians, at least helped oh, them out. Yeah, yeah, you know which ones I'm talking about. Sure, yeah. Um, but but do you disagree? I mean, I'm looking at these cards and I, I see, um, like some of the basic allies are trait locked, but not all of them. Um, not even I don't even know that most of them are trait locked, which is fine. But like, what's is that purely mechanical? Is there a theme? Is there a thematic reason for it? That's I guess to your point, right? Is I haven't yeah. read the comics, so um, <laughs> at least but, at least to me, they're very thematic. Okay. Um, you want, do you want me to elaborate on that? Yes, please, please. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at these, and I'm just like, okay, I got. I, I mean, I, I'm all for heroes feeling different, like true to their identity, right? Sure. The developers choose a, a time, a period of time, where that hero was doing X thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so they they build mechanically that hero's shtick or their hook. Right. But I feel like the Guardians as team as a whole lacks that lacks that cohesion even more mm-hmm. than the Avengers. Because I feel like the Avengers are like very support based. In sure. and necessarily the card, but like supporting the table, right? Um, right. Champions And I agree with you. Champions, you you talked about like they're very under. They feel very underdog, right? Like you look at them, you're like, okay, that's kind of underwhelming. But then you get like again, I agree with you guys. Go for champions. Champions mobile mobile bunker. Like you're building around these cards. You're putting them in there, and when you play, everyone around the table is like, holy crap! None of us are taking damage. You know, like like that's a very underdog feeling um, event or situation in the game. Guardians, I don't see that. But but please elaborate on it. Help me open my eyes. So the thing about Guardians that separates them apart from other teams is that they're not a team. They're um they're an incidental group of people who are willing to work together long enough to get an objective done, and especially in the modern runs, um they assemble and disassemble very frequently. That's why there's like weird rosters like with Adam Warlock in it and Maybe Rocket Raccoon is leading, or maybe Star Lord is there. I don't know. Maybe maybe Iron Man is there, like you said. Um, but mostly, it's a bunch of people who are capable of hanging out in space, who work together long enough to solve whatever uh, world-ending problem is about to go down. And um, with respect to that, I would say that they shouldn't have a degree of cohesion, but instead what they should have are um, batches of cards that work very well with uh, specific heroes. A lot of times they break up and they go do their different parts of the mission, sort of like an Ocean's mm-hmm. Eleven kind of thing. Okay. And with that in mind, um, like Star Lord's Blaze of Glory, or you know, presumably Star Lord's Blaze of Glory because of his energy, his inherent synergies, um, or like like Hit and Run not being a Gamora card, but very, being very very synergistic with Gamora. Um, as well as I'm sure you found some cards that work really nice with Drax that you wouldn't necessarily play with any card. Um, although those, that hinges more mechanically than anything else than in, on their hero build rather than being a guard. Um, but in general, yeah, they all kind of do their own thing. So, so that's actually really interesting um, and a really cool perspective. Do you think then 
that the Guardians thematically lend themselves to being played like um, as like a true solo in that sense? Um, I, it's not I, like I do. It's not like okay. So I I played a lot of Star Lord. Actually, I played a lot of Star Lord. I think I did a run of like twenty something games with them in a row. Um, and honestly, like that Blaze of Glory build was the most fun that I had, and it felt really Star Lordy because there were turns where you're just like, all right, let's 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 make this free and hope we don't die, and flip and kill stuff, you know, or maybe not kill stuff and die. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that that seemed, <clears throat> at least to me, that seemed like a Star Lord style um, plan of attack. Hey, well, that's that's some that's a good perspective that I. I mean, I guess I can't argue with it. I <laughs> uh, you can if you. I like. mean, it makes sense to me. It, no, it makes sense to me. Um, that's pretty cool, though. Uh, anything else on on guardians or any um, any like stand up cards? You mentioned uh, Blaze of Glory, um, Hit and Run, which isn't necessarily a super no um, no hit and run is not a super but super stand-up card but you know in i think in gamora i think it works um and and by the way my play style is and we'll probably talk about this another time or maybe in a, a separate video or something but um like i'm all about doing combos and stuff that may be not super efficient for the that is awesome that's an awesome moment right like yeah. i'm not oh, yeah absolutely i'm not mm -hmm. like and and it's not wrong to play the game like to be super power like go super hard on the power right but that's not what i'm trying to do almost there's, every time i play there's the a term for that yeah it's called being a johnny so johnny is your combo player like they just want to make cool interactions yeah and kind of, with Johnny player. There's, a, I, there's records of, of Dan and I playing games together. And when I play with Dan, I go out of my way to just see what cool thing I can do that may not be in the best interest of all players, meaning him, at the table. Um, so I definitely feel you that you'd rather just go for something flashy than, than something consistent. Like, obviously, if, if I can do something that's going to um, like defeat the villain to win the game, I'm going to do that and not the flashy thing. Right, but well, so most uh, of the time, most I guess most of the time. Uh, anyway, so so it sounds it's from what you guys are from what you're saying, it sounds like guardians are a good op like an, a good option for that play style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess I just got to get back to some of those decks then, and not only play Drax. So it, it, yeah, look at I mean, look at Gamora. Like she's built to be played solo because she just does everything you need her to do. Yeah, G Gamora is a good and Venom, right? Venom too. Of... And Venom. Oh yeah, absolutely. Is this... mm -hmm. Gamora is the definition of what? Yeah, G Gamora is a definition of Johnny style play style. It's she's very combo-y. She's very much I do this to be able to do this. Okay. All right, I like it. I like it. Um All right, let's go into Web Warriors. So, I'm counting Miles in this as well. So he's, he's, I think he's the only hero we have that, uh, if we're looking at these five teams strictly based on traits, that he's in two of them. I think he's the only one that's in two. Am I right? I think that's right. 
Um, so you have Miles and Spider Ham and Spider and Ghost Spider, right? Um, because Peter Parker. And... <clears throat> yeah, don't forget Spider. Yeah, Spider Penny. and yeah, Penny. Yeah, yeah, Penny. And but but not Peter Parker because they didn't put the Web Warrior trait on him. That's right. Him. Yeah. They retcon that with another with an upgrade, right? But it should have so, made an upgrade a permanent upgrade, though. Well, like a start and play upgrade. Let's talk about that. Let's talk. Let's talk about that. Should Peter Parker be considered a web yes. warrior in this game? Yes, one hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, I think it'd be silly to say anything otherwise. Okay. So we have. So okay, then Miles and Peter are on two teams. Then. Sweet. We did it. Okay. We did we all did. this just to make you wrong. We did it, fam. All right. So uh, it's just not printed on there. But we were actually funny. Funny story. We were actually talking about um, as a reward for our patrons um, to do stickers, so that <laughs> people could sticker on a web warrior trait on Peter Parker. Um, we decided that most people probably would never put the sticker on the card, so uh, we decided not to do it. But that was a serious between, consideration for, for between all the promos I have of freaking Peter Parker. I got like 23 different versions of him. So yeah, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> wow. Really? How'd that happen? I don't know. The, the, I, I got a whole stack of Gen Con promos. Plus I got, you know, the, the one that looks like a comic book. I got, there's like, like the original, the original heroes had so many alternate art promos. Yeah. None of them. What a great problem to have. Grim. Yeah, tell me about it. In fact, I need, I need to get you guys, I need to send these to uh, Dan so he can give them out to people. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of Spider-Man and the Web Warriors, what's their what's their identity? Like, what, what do the Web Warriors do? What do they, what do they want to do? They work very well with their allies. <laughs> they work very well with their allies? Yeah, a lot, a lot of a lot of web warrior traded allies. Yep, and, and abilities and cards like the. Uh, plus, they have some really good upgrades with uh, uh, the 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 uh, web of life and death and the uh, the other one. Like, there's there's some really good cards. Like, not just the hero, but like the cards themselves. There is some standout cards. Keep going, man. So, so yeah. Are you talking? What I'm trying to think of the one. You're not talking about across the Spider Verse, are you? Uh, yeah, that, that's one of them. I mean, that, that one's good too. That one's uh You exhaust a web warrior card you control. Search the discard pile for a web warrior ally and put it into play. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that's an amazing. That's an amazing card. <laughs> <laughs> and and right. if you just happen to be running protection, and you're running silk. Yeah. <laughs> so can I can I tell you guys something? Um, Web Warriors is my least favorite of all the the teams, and my and my least played. Um, Spoiler: Mine's going to be the opposite. <laughs> so I, I, both I, Americano. <laughs> I knew that I know I I didn't feel bad saying that because I know Crimson loves the Web Warriors, um, and that's good. Like I don't have any problems with that. The funny thing is I don't know. Are do they have mostly like protection allies? Like they, they, they don't should, have like, any like have. leadership allies or anything, do they? No, they should have a a, a decent split through. It's just the, the the big ones like 
Spider Noir and Silk are both protection, which are super good. So here's my here's some of my issues with like the web web warrior team. Okay, so you have like one of my least favorite cards in the game is Spider Tingle. Um, what? So interrupt. It's a it's an upgrade, one cost upgrade. When you would reveal any when you reveal an encounter card, deal one damage to a web warrior card you control. Arrow. If that card is a treachery, cancel its one revealed effects and discard Spider Tingle. Why are web warriors taking damage to do this? Because of a Spider Tingle. That is dumb. I, I don't know, but it's still one of the best cards in their kit by far. Because unlike it's, unlike Black Widow, it doesn't redraw the treachery. It, it just straight up it's a counter that's spell. It's not her card. You're, you're thinking of a justice card. Black, Black Widow's card just gets rid of it. Oh, so, it? Okay. so Spider Tingle, though, you deal damage to Web Warrior character, right? It's it's probably going to be your hero. One damage. <laughs> Before you reveal the card. Take one. Before you, you take one. Before you reveal the card, then you reveal it. And if it's a treachery, then you can't cancel it. If it's not a treachery, guess what? Nothing happens and you took a damage. Yeah, I mean, That's, I don't, I don't, seems... I don't understand the damage part either. Maybe it was to keep it fair, because otherwise it'd probably be too powerful. I mean, I mean, you could easily just uh, require that your your hero have the web warrior trait and like trait lock it because it's a spider tingle, and do the exact same effect. Still, might be too powerful. Without okay, the then, you, then you make it cost two. I, I don't have any. They could have moved the damage. They could have moved the damage to after. Sure. I I just think that the damage like that is a weird thing to have, and I'm not a developer of the game, right? And again, I just got through talking about how like power cards. I'm not like super hung up on only playing power cards because I think that if you do that, you lose a lot of the the card pool. I just the disconnect on this card with for me. Is super high and I and it, I can't get past it. You can yeah, see, and, and that's fine. People is, love playing it. Yeah, I just can't get past it. To where I'm like, why? Why is there? Why is there damage? That doesn't make any sense. But yeah, this is definitely more of a spike card than a Johnny card. This is not. Oh, I want to play fun card game. This is. I'm playing Stasis Lock. I'm playing Big Blue. I'm denying whatever I can. I'm making the game fun for me and probably nobody else. It's like Thwip Thwip does the same thing, where you deal damage to a character, but then you get to play some stun cards, which is, I mean, it costs two in addition to dealing damage. Stun's so, not going to save you from a Shadows of the Past. But, sure. Um, but I think that stuns are, are I mean, correct. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'd rather be attacked than flip over a Shadows. Although, aside from the same the, point, the with whip is also really good. I think thematically the spider tingle, like what it does, makes a lot of sense. The effect. I think thwip thwip, what it does, makes a lot of sense thematically. The 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 effect, the cost. I I'm so hung up on, and I'll stop talking about it now. Yeah, so. see, as a control style player, th this thing could say take ten damage, and I'd probably still play. 
Okay, maybe not. But That's not true. I, I yeah. mean, like literally, the do damage is so. Do any of those damage is so little? Have ten that, that it doesn't even. The, the damage just doesn't even matter. It, it, it's it's a it's a non thing for me. There you there you have it. So I, I guess part of it is, for me, I see it and I'm like, okay, so there's some cards with web warriors that they want to like take damage to do things. And maybe that was just a balancing thing. It just seems kind of weird. And then they have... I'm pretty sure all of their basic allies are trait-locked, which yes. probably makes sense thematically. I don't know. I ha I've i only read... Uh, you know... What was the one with the Inheritors? Um, why can't I think of that comic run? Uh, that um, was an Amazing Spider-Man Straczynski it, one. Yes, yeah, so... That wasn't, that wasn't with like other Spider-Heroes. If, What's if we're the thinking of the right one? Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of Spider Geddon or whatever it was, something like oh, that. Oh, where they come back, probably that makes sense. Um, so maybe thematically, it makes sense that these web warriors can't really team up with other teams. I don't I think know. I it think it was more of a decision of not thematics, but uh, power level. Because if you look, most of the web warrior uh, basic allies are under cost for what they do. So to allow them to be as cheaply cost as they are, they had to trade lock them. I I think the issue is that they're trade locked because um, nobody but other spider people know they exist. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's not. I mean, that might be the theme there. Yeah, from a different multiverse. Exactly. Like they don't have a connection to the great web, so they don't know that they exist. So how are they going to play them if they can't? If they've never heard of them? And and so for me, like. The, the way that you explain that thematically, that's fine. I, I get that. That that works for me. And theme is a big part of this game for me, right? Because you want to feel like you're playing the hero that you choose. I agree theme should be a big part, but theme should never be pushed over gameplay. I disagree. I, uh, I, for a card game, mm -hmm. I, I think you can have the most thematic card game in the world and it will fail if the gameplay is not solid um yeah i agree with you I a good example is eve the card game the theme for that card game was amazing is it, it counting failed because you, you know at the same point the, the gameplay wasn't very fun <laughs> but why would people play the card game when they can play the regular game because not well, you, you got to think back early 2000s, you know, when I played games at home, you played card games at the card shop. <laughs> right. But I mean, what I guess I guess the question is, like, there's, there's been a lot of spinoff games of video games. And I think that the doom of a lot of those games, like uh, there was a Halo model uh, model game. I, I believe that died because while Halo's popular, people would rather stay home and play Halo, you know. Um, but in terms of like mechanics uh, overriding good gameplay. I do agree with you, um, but obviously this is like a personal preference thing because there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of of comic IP related games over the years, and at this point, I would rather see a more heavily uh, theme based game than a more mass market uh, game system that just is skinned in Marvel. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. I feel like a good with... example is Versus. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, Versus is more gameplay oriented than theme oriented. 
Yeah, and Versus was a fun game, and it did scratch that competitive itch, but it did it did also fail. But whether that's because of the strength of the game or the strength of the 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 theme. Uh, parent company, yeah, I believe I believe that it's more it more has to do with UDE. But yeah. I, um, I, I really think it's a a hand and foot kind of thing. Like <clears throat> you you need both to be exceptional. <laughs> right, right, and I, I'm just saying that that I cast my lot on the on the thematic side, and I lean more towards the other way. Look at that, and and both of you guys enjoy this game. Uh-huh. So, so I'll I will say, I, I guess I guess for me, like thematically, all I'm saying is thematically for the those trait locked allies that makes sense to me, and I think there's a disconnect for me personally when it comes to the theme because of some of those um, web warrior cards that cause the character or a, a unit or a hero or whatever a character damage to do a thing. Yeah, I don't um, know why they chose damage. They could have chose discard I, cards. They, they could have chose anything. So and so it's like I mean it yeah, anyway, it could have it could have easily been just a trait lock thing, just like the allies, right? And and then web warriors that thematically I can buy into they have like well it doesn't really make sense to have uh, Ironheart have spider tingle, but I well, think it's straight locked anyway. But <laughs> it's not. Um, well, the damage is straight locked, but uh, obviously you're missing the major point of this card is that it's a spider ham card. So spider tingle is sure. That's the only. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's true <laughs> because I don't play spider ham. So there the, you go. The Let's, damage is just extra value, right? Um. It's, it was it was put in there to be put into Spider Ham. Yeah, you're a hundred percent right. I'm missing the point because I don't play Spider Ham. So yep. And this Let's... is another foil, another foil to you. Point to Spider Ham. I would also <laughs> like to see in the future maybe a, a team that does the trade locking like that, where the card is available for everybody, but if you are running, you know that's their whole theme is if you are part of their team, you get extra. Which well, guess what? Is like probably that. something they'll end guess up doing what? a lot more of. I think I think X Men does the best with that type of thing so far. I think they're close. Uh, the battle training still require X Men. You know, they're lock lock. They, um, but like, uh, what's the what's the one I'm thinking of? Is it Danger Room? Wait, wait, are we going? Are we going X Men oh, yeah. right now? Let's let's talk about X Men. Let's talk about X Men because I feel like I get what you're saying, Crimson. I agree that it's not like uh, you're talking almost like. There's a kicker for a specific team. Yeah, exactly. I would like to see that mechanic come up with maybe like Fantastic Four or maybe, you know, the next team that we get. Who knows what it's going to be? I really like that under the idea of Fantastic Four because of them like inventing things that other teams have used. Yep. But are better if they're using it. Oh, cool. I mean, that would be cool. So X-Men don't do that specifically, but I feel like a theme that comes from the X-Men is they have these supports or I think they're all like a lot of the supports that what I'm thinking of is it doesn't require you to have like an X-Men, the X-Men trait, but like it allows like these cards, like danger room, for example, is one I'm thinking of. It's a basic support that costs two. It's an alter ego response after an X-Men ally enters play exhaust danger room. And then you search your deck and discard pile for a training upgrade and attach it to that ally. So you can have this in front of you. Someone else 
plays an X-Men ally, whether you're playing an X-Men character or not, right? You exhaust it. If you're an alter ego, you go search your deck for a training upgrade. Yep. X-Men Then, then a, any player whose alter ego has the mutant trait may trigger this ability. So that's almost like what you're saying, Crimson, where it's like, if your alter ego doesn't matter, you're if if I I'm the only one that has to be an alter ego. Anyone else that has an alter ego in the mutant trait can trigger that ability. I guess yeah. you'd have to be uh, in alter ego because um, it trait. says alter ego response. So you'd have to be in the you have to be able to trigger it. So the, the, but, the theme with X Men isn't isn't like Guardians where everything's like super trait locked. The, the X Men's theme is more. They get better with the more X Men players at the table. That's I I I think I agree with that. Yeah, because of the way that these supports work together. Yeah. Um, Before Um, we we do move on, though, Americano, read read the last sentence of Danger Room. Any player whose alter ego has the mutant trait may trigger this ability. Yeah, meaning that you don't have to be an alter ego. Right. Well. I that's how I initially read it, but um, I think you're probably right. But the ability specifically says alter ego response. So I don't know. Right, right. I'm not a... I, I think I think the end clarifies that anybody at the table on alter ego can do it. Just just for the listeners. So I, I mean, but cards like this this seems to be like a theme. Let's see. I'm gonna think of another X-Men, one. Yeah. Um, X-Jet. Yeah, X-Jet, X-Jet Utopian. Uh, so it, X-Jet, exhaust the X-Jet. Generate a wild resource for a player whose identity has the X-Men trait. Doesn't mm-hmm. have to be for yourself, but it's helping other X-Men, right? So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, Crimson, you've read a lot of X-Men comics. Um, does that seem like... I feel like that's a pretty easy thing to tie thematically into. Yeah. Uh, it would work for, large... for the Guardians, right? Yeah, X-Men is a large team. Um, Maybe not in the game right now, but like in the comics, they're a large team. They have multiple like sub-teams, like X-Factor, X-Force. I think those are going to, they're going to do those. Various silly reasons. Yeah. (laughs) In this game, there's there's no way we're going to have, I mean, they're going to have X-Force as its own team in this game, I think. They would be what I would call like, yeah, a, a sub team. Absolutely, yeah. What, what I liked, um, and we've we started to see it more now that we've got Jean Grey out, um, and we've seen it before with a couple other ones, is the sub tribes, which is like psychic, mystic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I'm waiting for more, but we, we're getting there. Like mystic so, has a, a good sub tribe. So I want to I want to come to that at the very end. We'll have yep. a, a question that because it I mean talking about traits and sub tribes that that's a question that we got from a listener i want to ask that towards the end and we'll come back to that because uh that'll be a good question to end to wrap this whole discussion up because i agree i think that's this is a good episode to talk about that so um the other one i was thinking of was x x mansion it does the same type of thing where um it's you can do something that directly benefits it could benefit yourself but it can directly benefit anyone that has the mutant or x-men yeah, trait they're, they're very good working together um and for me that has been pretty awesome i, I think it, it it helps you don't have to play like because this game is as a cooperative game you can play it solo it's a completely viable way to play but i feel like that 
um, that way of playing the X Men lend, it lends itself to being more cooperative. Yeah, in another, it's another layer of cooperativeness that that didn't really exist in the game before. No, I, I very much like it. I, I think X Men is a solid team. So, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about X Men other than uh, I've had a lot of fun using those types of things. Like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're dead on. <laughs> like, they're thematically correct. Um, everybody is buddies. Well, loosely buddies, but um, and everybody wants to help each other again, loosely. But mechanically, yeah, it, it feels good. It, it encourages you to bring a bunch of mutants to the table, whether you're playing multi-handed solo or playing with all your buddies. And uh, I think it's honestly like it's a it's a really strong, cohesive mechanic that I would use to introduce people to the game as the first team. Just don't play a Cyclops because. No, Cyclops is. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm bringing Cyclops. So so let's let's do this then. Let's to wrap it up. um, Since we talk, let's talk about. Let's rank. If let's do fun, I don't want to talk about power. I want to talk about fun for you, because we can't really argue with each other on that. And I don't. (laughs) We we, we can argue. Trust me. Let's let's rank rank (laughs) the teams. From one to five, from most fun for you to least fun, and least fun doesn't necessarily mean like you hate them, right? Um, mm-hmm. And and this this is a very subjective, and also like the Avengers have twenty heroes, so like it's kind of all over the place. But um, let's give it a shot, and then after that, we'll ask that we'll we'll talk about the one question that has to do with traits, not specifically to um, teams, but but traits specifically. So. Sure. Um, I'll go ahead and, and rank mine first. So I think for me, it goes... You know, Dan would go last, right? Yeah, I know. But I'm just going to okay. start us off. Um, I'll go, I go Champions, X-Men, Avengers, Guardians, Web Warriors. That's, that's my one to five. Um, and Champions, for me, I... I I'm going to say this. Um... Ironheart, Nova, and Miles are super fun for me to play. Like all three are super fun. Um, I'm and Miles has grown on me, and I'm sure that Miss Marvel will grow on me. That's all I'll say. Give me those sub books. That's good. That's good. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. What are you guys? Um. <laughs> yeah, mine's mine's. Uh, I mean, well, I guess I'll just do it right. Um. First, still, it's still going to be Avengers for me. Um, thematics, I like a lot of Avengers. Obviously, my favorite character is an Avenger. Um, and I just like building with those characters. Um, second is going to be X- X-Men. Um, but it's, it's honestly, it's very, very close. Like, it's super close. I'm so happy with all of the X-Men product. Um, it's really, really cool. Third would be uh, Guardians, for the reasons that I mentioned earlier. Uh, as As a primarily solo player, it's really cool just to kind of have a hero that I can I can reliably take through different things. Um plus it is thematic as Americano learned tonight. Yes I did. Um after that it's champions. Um I think the champions are cool. I just don't think that they're for me. Like I'm not I'm just not interested in them um as characters for the most part. And then last this would be Web Warriors. Uh as much as I love Spider Ham, I, I'm not crazy about all the rest of them. So they mostly just 
they mostly just sit, but I always have them available for friends because they seem to like them quite a bit. There you go. All right, Crimson. Yeah. My, number one's gonna be Web War- My number one's going to be Web Warriors. Uh, sure. You know, they're all great other than Spider-Ham. Okay, all right. <laughs> incorrect, but keep going. <laughs> um, I, I really like Ghost Spider. I, I like, I love Spider. Uh, Spider Penny, she, she feels like I'm playing Magic. She's great. I, I absolutely love her. Um, then I would go, it's really close, X-Men than Champions. And the only reason why X-Men beats out champions is because it's X-Men. Kind of got Wolverine. Um the the X-Men theme is so good, special. You know, the X-Men theme brought me back into playing with more than one per- person versus being a true solo player. Because it just it's it's fun to play X-Men with another X-Men player. Um Champions is just power. Like I, I'm a spike player, I I, I care about the power of the cards, not, you know, the frills of the card. And Champions is a very powerful group um, with Nova and and Ironheart. Miles, I, Miles is fun to play, but he he's not the power that those two are. Um, then Avengers, because unfortunately, like, Avengers doesn't really... Like I don't pick up an event, a new Avengers character and go, oh, what Avengers cards can I play with? It it, it just doesn't have a lot of theme beyond, you know, just the word Avenger on the character for for me. Um, but they have really powerful characters like Captain America, uh, Doctor Strange, Hulk. Hulk Hulk is great. I mean, yes. I know everybody hates it, but but dude. Justice Hulk is still one of my favorite decks. Yes. Um, then Guardians. I just, I can't stand playing the Guardians characters. Um, Gamora is probably the only shining light in that group. I, I don't like Drax. I, I don't like Star. I hate Star-Lord. <laughs> I, I just don't like the cards. I don't like the theme, I guess. You know, I, I just, they're, they're not ones that I will go to generally. Uh, but Web Warriors is is probably my favorite because of just the interactions between the different web warriors and the amount of control that they bring. They really do have a lot of control. All right. So, yeah, and I think um, just to explain my, my champions, I think there are a lot of event-based, uh, event-focused decks, and I, I like doing that. I like just throwing down an event and having things happen. So like like opening your hand and seeing what the events are going to do and not have to set it up like you just you're ready to go. I'm just go bam bam. I did these three things or two things. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it it's maybe it's because uh, I don't want to think very hard. I don't know. Sure. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, that's so that's our those are our thoughts on um, on the teams that we have so far in Marvel Champions. Uh, obviously, the X Men will continue to grow. Right now, we're going to be getting who? Um, we're getting Gambit and Rogue coming up, mm-hmm. um, and uh, so that'll add to the X Men team. And uh, and moving forward, let's see. Hopefully, we'll get some new teams. We mentioned some of our yeah. hopes, like Fantastic Four. Fantastic uh, Four would be the one that I defenders. I would hope for. Would be great. Defenders, on, which um, which defenders? Come on, man. 
Silver Surfer, Doctor Strange, Hulk. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we we yeah, we just need Silver Surfer there. Uh, they're gonna retcon. They're gonna retcon Hulk. Finally, <laughs> I just need Daredevil in this game. Oh, you uh, mean that Defenders? That's, I mean that Defenders. I need Daredevil. Knights. There's like two Daredevils yeah, in this Knights, game. There man. you go. There's literally two Daredevils in this game. Yeah, man. How many more do you need? You have the same amount of Daredevils as I have Wolverines. Exactly. You tell him. Tell him, Krim. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. so we'll be back again. Uh, next time, we'll talk about Mojo Mania. And uh, wait, aren't we going to talk about oh, you're, right. you're right. Okay. Yeah. We'll nice try, up. dude. We're not talking. <laughs> he was so, like, I'm out. They're dissing right. my daredevil. <laughs> yep. All right. So, uh, so because we've talked a lot about teams and the traits um, specifically about teams, this is a question we got. Um, what traits, whether a hero or a villain, uh, would you like the design team to do more with? So, um, Crimson, you alluded to something earlier. Why don't you go ahead and and yeah, the, so there are a couple that I think are either in a good spot or definitely would love to see more of. Um, the big one is obviously the one that I feel is in a good spot is Mystic. Mystic has actually a lot of cards for it, um, but we're seeing a lot more psychic with obviously X Men being psychic, uh, with the possibility of you know, hopefully, we see Psylocke at some point, um, which she would also be another psychic plus uh, Jean Grey. Um, there's also another subtype that I would love to see more of, and that's preparations. Um, yes, they they did it once with the Black Widow, but I would like to see more preparations brought into the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that playstyle of, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! trap card type thing. Haha, you've activated my trap card type thing. That's what um, I say anyway. Yeah, <laughs> come on, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the the subtypes are really good, and and we're starting to see more and more of them. Okay. What about you, Adderkop? Uh, yeah, I would like to see more genius cards, cards that play off the keyword yeah. genius. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just want this this stage set for when we finally get Reed. Civilian. Uh, no, genius. <laughs> no. I must do my accent. <laughs> No, but I, I mean, so, so we've got some civilian port, uh, support cards, but it would be nice to see some more. Because you can only be a civilian in Alter Evo. Yeah. The, uh, Kennedy Hawks was Arrow. He wants to see Arrow that's, trade. Like, that's wrong. Support. His opinion, too bad it's wrong. <laughs> Mine, I would like to see them do more with um, Soldier. There's oh, very okay. few soldier, and and I know that's kind of a like you just out, uh, out of out of left. That's part of it. <laughs> um, I think that's part of it. Uh, I think that, and this might be um, sort of um, a bifurcating opinion, but I would like to see the Punisher in this game too. Yes, um, he's been on some art, so I don't think it's like. It would be crazy to see him. And I think that there's some things that they can do with Soldier um, in that vein. Uh, I agree with you, honestly. Like Like support, like a Soldier, an identity that has Soldier, you you can play an upgrade that allows you to, like an additional holster or something. I don't know. Things like that, you can... We have that. (laughs) I know we have a holster. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, 
Can you imagine though Venom with five guns? Like finally the dream. Finally, like why is he limited to three anyway? So uh, I I think that there there's not a lot there. I think that it's not a priority, but in a perfect world, I think that would be something that we could get, and, and it would make Captain America even better. So. I would love to see Punisher as the basic ally for the Defenders, like Nick Fury is for the Avengers. I would think that'd be great. Um, man, not, not like. I'm you like a memory unlocked when you said that, and I'm surprised that we're we're this far in into the game and we don't have a Bucky hero. I know, and I think I think that goes along with what Crimson said is if we got a, uh, I think that they would with a Bucky hero, we'd probably get some protection or some uh, some protection, some preparation support. Um, yeah, yeah, man. If we had a Bucky hero, I'd probably put up other heroes for like a year. I I, I expect that at some point. We will have a full cycle of like random here, you know, heroes or ally ally turned hero. Uh, some some like cycle. filler, some fill in the gap. Like yeah. so like for example, you'll get Bucky and you might get a new Avenger. You might get a new okay. Guardian character. You you might get a Thor Guardian character. You might get a uh, you know a, a new champion character in that. In right, guys, guys, be serious. We're gonna get a cycle of the young commandos with the battling boy commando Bucky himself, based on the World War II era when they're all children with guns. No, New Mutants is next. Let's be real. All right. Well, that was my pick with Soldier. So now we'll we'll end it. Now Thanks for over. sticking around with us for an hour to <laughs> listen to us talk about traits and the teams about the game that we all like to play. Uh, Thanks I for hope, listening to our fireside chat. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed trading your time for some of ours. And with that, we'll see you guys next time. I you might not see out of call next time. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Marvel Champions Monthly. If you liked this content, be sure to like, subscribe, or leave a comment on the video, letting us know what else you would love to see from the world of Marvel Champions. You can also join us on our Discord, or support our work on Patreon in the links in the description below.